via Zoom. And so if you'd like to join the Zoom conference today, uh, just uh, text me and I will send you the link so you can join into this broadcast via video if you'd like to do so. And so one of the first lines of business uh, that we want to start out uh, today, uh, we want to start out with uh, thanking and blessing God uh, for his goodness and mercy. Uh, we want to thank God for uh, the opportunity of life, health, and strength. We want to thank God for uh, allowing us to be in the land of the living. And so we thank God for his goodness and his mercy. And so we want to offer prayer uh, in uh, this particular part of the broadcast. Uh, definitely want to honor the various requests uh, that different ones may have. And so we want to definitely pray for our sick that's among us, pray for our elderly, pray for our uh, feeble and those that are uh, bereaved at this hour. Let us pray for those that are becoming saints that are growing in the grace of God. Let us continue to pray that God will continue to strengthen every believer that we would be what he's calling for in these last and evil days. And so with no further ado, we definitely want to um, start out by giving honor to God who's ahead of our life as well. Uh, we definitely want to honor our presiding bishop, Bishop Bennett, uh, our assistant presiding bishop, Bishop uh, Charles Webb, and to my own pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis E. Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church, and our first lady, Lady Paulette, and all of our leadership wives. We want to thank God for them. Um, and last but not least, we thank God for my own lovely wife, uh, Missionary Janice Newsom. We thank God for what God is yet doing uh, for the both of us uh, concerning uh, kingdom work. And we just grateful to the Lord for his goodness toward us. Um, let us go into prayer. Then we're going to get into our Bible study today. We were hoping that we had a few of you uh, that would be uh, brave and bold enough to come on with us uh, via Zoom so we can have a uh, video exchange. And so we've uh, worked very hard to get this up for all believers in the National Pentecostal Power Church organization. So if you'd like to join uh, the video conference, uh, please, you can go to Zoom and look it up uh, by my name, Gregory Newson, or I can uh, send you the link. So if you'd like to do that, please do so. Uh, my number is 414-628-0568. If you need the link text to you, just call me at 414-628-0568. Okay? And so let us go before the Lord and pray. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, oh God, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for your blessing today. We thank you, Lord God, for your mercy. We thank you, Lord God, for your love and kindness. We thank you, Lord God, for, oh God, all that you have done in the life and in the midst of thy people. Lord, we give you glory, honor, and praise and want to thank you for this time today, oh God, that you've given unto us. We pray, God, for families. We pray, oh God, for the people of God. We pray for the people in Louisiana and all of those that have been struck by calamity, oh God. Recently, we pray now that you would touch, strengthen, and encourage in the name of Jesus. Continue to direct us, oh God, as we decrease, let your anointing increase. Father, that we may encourage your people and that the body of Christ might be edified. And Lord God, we thank you. We forever give you glory, honor, and praise. Continue to bless our leaders and continue, oh God, to strengthen them 
to feed the flock to which the Holy Ghost have made them overseer. Bless them now. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you praise. Touch somebody today, Lord, that they might, oh God, have a great understanding, oh God, about a closer relationship with you. And oh God, that they may, oh God, oh God, renew their vow and that they may be strengthened in the inner man. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for it in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Thank God. And so we thank God for that prayer. And uh, we're going to get into this Bible study. Um, I want to say to the people of God, as we get into this Bible study, uh, that uh, it's a very good Bible study. And so those of you that want to come on via Zoom, uh, please just notify me and I will uh, send you uh, the link. Okay. All right. So I'm going to send you the link right now. Somebody's requesting uh, the link. And so we're going to send it to them. So if you want to join us via Zoom, uh, you can join us now. So we can go ahead and get started in this Bible class. And uh, we ask that you would just mute your uh, mic while we're uh, teaching the Bible class. And then we'll open up um, a space for you to um, share and interact with us. Okay. All right. And so that's what we want to do. Uh, please let us know if you're joining the Zoom call. I just texted to some of us. And let me uh, let me just do that again. Uh, for our believers, and then we're going to go ahead and get started. What we're going to be talking about today, uh, the subject that we're going to be talking about is uh, spiritual darkness. And uh, we want to talk about uh, the different types of spiritual darkness and uh, the things that we need to, uh, to do. Uh, to uh, stay close to God. And then we're going to talk about spiritual blindness. All right. And Jesus uh, talked about it with the scribes and the Pharisees. And some of you know the scripture. He said, some of y'all say you see, but you don't see. Some of you say you hear, but you don't hear. And it also is uh, mentioned in Isaiah. But we're going to get to those scriptures later uh, this week if the Lord's will. Uh, or today, if the Lord's will. But we want to start out talking about spiritual darkness. And that's what we're going to do. Um, and we're just waiting to see if there's any participants want to get on uh, with us today. All right. And so that's where. Um, that's where we're going to start. We're going to start with that. And uh, anybody that want to get on. I'm just running into it again. So we keep that invitation out there for those that desire to join the Zoom call, that they could do that. All right. All right. So now let us get into our Bible topic discussion. Uh, we want to talk about what is spiritual blindness. All right. And let us talk about it for a minute. Uh, and we want to say praise the Lord to those of you that came on with us. Um, well, the first thing we want to talk about 
dealing with spiritual blindness is what happens when spiritual blindness starts to take place. And I thank and praise God for the teaching on last night uh, concerning, uh, you know, the, the Bible class and our pastor talked about the stiff neckedness and the, uh, the hard heartedness and uh, not having faith, having the word, but not mixed with faith. But we want to talk about uh, something that may be related to that, but we want to talk about uh, what's the first sign of spiritual decline. And uh, we want to talk about uh, what causes, uh, what causes, uh, the spiritual blindness. So that's what we want to um, kind of hone in on today. We want to talk about what causes, you know, the spiritual blindness. And so anybody that want to join us, they can join us. But we want to talk about what causes this spiritual blindness. Uh, I want to start reading something here for you. It says here, uh, a spiritual decline starts with a small, unwise action or decision that don't seem to affect us at first. And so uh, we must be watchful and careful that the little small things that we encounter, they begin to nip at our you know, spiritual strength and over time, you know, uh, it, it zaps us because the enemy, uh, desires to have us. Jesus warned, uh, Jesus warned the apostles and the disciples. And he said, Satan has desired that he may have you, that he may sift you as wheat but he said, I pray for thee that thy faith fail thee not. And so faith is very, very important and essential to the believer on this journey. And so we starting out slow today so we can, uh, you know, get you the just of it because it's, it's very important that we understand these things. Okay. And uh, really would like some Zoom participants to come. But uh, if you do not, we're going to go ahead and kind of just stalling for a minute. But just want to let you know that spiritual decline starts with an unwise action or decision that don't seems to be uh, uh, to affect us at first. And, you know, some people call it the, the white lie or the small lie. But uh, the Bible calls it a lie. And so we put sizes on uh, the things that we do and uh, the behaviors uh, that we uh, behave. We put sizes and limits on it, but God calls it sin. And so we want to take a look at it. Uh, spiritual client starts with a small action or unwise decision. Spiritual darkness is when uh, 
a per state of a person that's living apart from God. Now, I want to make sure I make this clear, um, living apart from God. You can be in the church uh, building. I'm not talking about a born again believer. I'm talking about church goers right now. I'm talking about people that got church theatrics, people that's got good religion. This is what I'm talking about. People that just have a form. You can yet be going to to somebody's church or to somebody's ministry and not have spiritual life. And this is very important. Jesus said, I come that you may have life and that you may have a more abundant, but spiritual darkness is when a person says, I want to go to a church, but I don't want to change. Hmm? I want to make sure I make this plain. Um, because we've been we've been to pick up the pace in a minute, but I can feel the presence of the Lord uh, in this class today to share with all believers. We must be watchful of these things. Spiritual darkness is the state of a person who is living apart from God. That means you start developing your own, hmm? your own way of doing things your own way of serving and deeming what is called righteousness. And the Bible said our righteousness are as filthy rags. And so if we come and try to dangle our righteousness before a holy God. Well, we already found sinners anyway, because it takes a holy God to make us holy. But I want to say this. When you're living apart from God, I want to make sure I make this plain. It doesn't mean only just to uh, be sinning, but you can live apart from God by portraying one life before other believers and then going outside of the body of believers and living something else. And the Bible calls that particular lifestyle hypocrisy. And I hope we can see that um, we can uh, be hypocrites if we don't be careful. And I know Paul said, I myself can preach the gospel and be a castaway. It doesn't matter. Just because I'm a preacher, I can be one of the biggest hypocrites if I don't live what I preach. All right. And if I don't live what I teach, if I don't live uh, the Holy Bible, praise God. If I don't live what the word declares over a believer's life, and if I have a raggly life that don't line up with God's word, we can be found liars. We can be found hypocrites. We can be found as phonies and false prophets. So I want to make sure I make it clear, clear that we can be walking in darkness if we don't take our lives and lay it against the uh, and compare it against the light of the word of God, because the light of the word of God. The truth is the light. Jesus says in St. John 14 and 60, he said, for I am the way, the truth, and the life. Praise God. And no man can come to the Father but by me. And if you come to Jesus, there's going to be light. Praise God. There's going to be light on your life and on your situation. And you're going to be able to see when you receive the word 
the, 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 the holy word of God, David talked about the word in Psalm 119, 105. He said, the word is a lamp hmm, to my feet and a light to my path. And so we must know that the light of the word is the only thing that will uh, uh, display what's in the dark. I want to say this now, the New Testament uh, uh, deals with Matthew 4 and 16. We're going to go there, but let's go to Isaiah chapter 9 because the, the, the Old Testament book talking about Isaiah now, it deals with the prophecy of the Messiah. Hmm? And it's, it speaks of uh, deep spiritual uh, darkness that enveloped the people. So it, you know, it just became their lifestyle. Hmm? The people were walking in darkness. Uh, and uh, let's just get it. Let's go get it. I'm going to get Isaiah 9 and 2. I just think we need to get it. Let's, do, let's take a look at it. Isaiah chapter 9 says, verse number 2. It says, the people walked in darkness, have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death. Upon them had the light shined. Praise God. And so uh, they talks about this deliverer, which is Jesus. And Matthew quotes these verses about the ministry of Jesus. And so let us go get it. We're going to go. We're going to go get it real quick. And uh, when you have time, finish reading it. Finish reading the ninth chapter. But we want to go uh, to Matthew. Chapter four. I want you to look at something here. Go to Matthew chapter four. All right. We're going to go to Matthew four and about um, 15. All right, let us take a look here. Well, well, we'll go to 12. Now, when Jesus heard that John was cast in prison, he departed into Galilee and leaving Nazareth, it says here, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the seacoast in the border of Zebulun and Nephthalim, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah, the prophet. Hmm? Look at this. The land, this is the land of Zebulun and the land of Nephthalim by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. Uh, it says Galilee of the Gentiles, the people which sat in darkness saw great light and to them which sat in the region and the shadow of death, light is sprung up. Praise God. And I want to let you know, Jesus came on the scene so that people could have life and truth. 
Oh, Lord have mercy. He came to give them life and that more abundantly. And the only way that they could get this, they had to listen and take in these scriptures. Praise God. And God had a unifying purpose as he worked with people through all ages. He has a unifying purpose and a unifying message that all ages, all those that will receive the light of the word. Hmm? The Bible said to many that received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. So I want to let you know, the light of the word makes a difference. It's very, very important. Hmm? Uh, I want to make sure we understand when we look at the light of the word, the word kingdom of heaven and kingdom of God, they all mean the same. All right. But let's take a look here. Uh, you know, uh, he announced those, he announced to those who have come to know God, the God of Israel through his son, Jesus Christ, are the ones who have been delivered from spiritual darkness and now walk in the light of God's life. We cannot say that we're in the light and we hate our brother. Hmm? You're yet in darkness. And so we need to make sure we understand what spiritual darkness is because too many times, we wear these Christian titles and these Christians hats, but really we act in, Oh Lord, Lord, help me. We behaving. Oh Lord. Otherwise, I'll just put it that way. We're behaving. Otherwise I'll be nice today. We're behaving otherwise. And I want to let you know, you cannot say that I'm in the light and you walking like the devil. Praise God. Hmm? We cannot abide in light and in darkness at the same time. What is spiritual darkness? When you live outside of what the word has prescribed for you, the word tells you to be holy and you be unholy. The word tells you to speak the truth with your neighbor. You tell a lie. Oh, Lord. When the Bible tells you to forgive, you have unforgiveness. I hope I'm making it plain. Hmm? Oh, Lord. The Bible tell you to repent, you fail to repent. Hmm? The Bible tell you to get baptized, you don't want to get baptized. You're doing opposite of what God have prescribed for you to be saved. You living outside of God. Now, Proverbs did say, there is a way that seemed right. Hmm? Now, Proverbs 14 talks about, there's a way that seemed right. 14, 12, there is a way that seemed right unto a man. All right. But the end thereof are the ways of death. Hmm? Sometimes we think we know what's best for us. And we choose a way that's easy. And God chooses a way that may seem difficult. But guess what? It's right and it'll bring life. Praise God. But. It says in Proverbs 14, 12, there is a way which seem it right. Hmm? 
God's light and our light are two different lights. Our light, it seemed right to the flesh. It feels right to me to harbor unforgiveness. Oh, Lord, let me quit. Hmm? It feels right because they hurt me. But God said, let it go. Look at this. There is a way that seeming right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Hmm? Proverbs also say, every man is right in his own eyes. Hmm? So in the light of how you see it, you got your own truth. I'm right and they wrong. You know, all of them is wrong, but I'm right. Praise God. But I'm here to let you know you can be as wrong as two left shoes and on your way to the lake of fire. If we don't recognize the light of the word, the word comes to keep us on a righteous path. And if we don't have the word, we're going to get off the path and we're going to do what's seeming right to us. Hmm? Now, look at this now. I want to go to John real quick, and then we're going to get on out of here. But I want to encourage the people of God because uh, we got some more scripture for you. Let's go. We're going to end up going to uh, 2 Corinthians, but we want to get uh, uh, one one or two more scriptures for you. Hold on a second. I just want you to stay with me. All right? Now, let's go to St. John. Let's go to St. John um, uh, chapter 1. Okay. I'm going to St. John 1 and 4. All right. We're going to go to St. John uh, 1 and 4. All right. Go with me, St. John 1 and 4. St. John 1 and 4 says, In him was life. <laughs> Lord have mercy. St. John 1 and 4 said, In him was life. And life was the light of men. And the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Hmm? Look at this. We got to know what spiritual darkness is. Hmm? And the light shined in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. Oh, Lord, have mercy. This is what the book said now. But there was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light. He was not the light, but he came to bear witness. Praise God. Hmm? That this light shined in darkness. Hmm? And he says that uh, all men through him might believe. The light is to increase your faith. Praise God. The light didn't come so you can stay doing what you was doing before you got saved. The light didn't come for you to go back to doing what you was doing before you came into the knowledge of the truth. But the light came to place you in a place where you can know where you're standing in your relationship as it relates to God. Praise God. And without this light, you standing in darkness. You don't know where you standing if you don't have the light of the word. Look at this. Praise God. You all, oh, the Bible said, when a man think he standeth, let him take heed lest he fall. Hmm? Only darkness 
and spiritual darkness can cause you to be deceived. Oh, Lord. And think that you have light. Hmm? But look at this. He was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. Verse nine, that was the true light. I know, I know. There's only, oh Lord, God is the true light. Hmm? And everything else that presents itself, the Bible said the devil himself can transform himself into an angel light. Notice he said transform, but he can't stay. <laughs> Lord have mercy. So he can deceive, praise God. He can deceive people in the thinking that they have light. But after a while, his true color gonna show up. Praise God. So the true light is gonna always represent God. It's gonna always represent uh, the light that God has given to every man that come into this world. He was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. The whole world lies in wickedness. And Jesus came on the scene and the world didn't know him. They didn't recognize light. The world could not comprehend and neither would the world, the world comprehend the people of God. Hmm? You look strange to them. Hmm? Cause you ain't sitting up listening to nasty jokes and, uh, telling, you know, uh, you know, talking, you know, unseemly. You look different. You look weird to them. They don't, you know, Hmm. They can't comprehend with you. The Bible says, how can two walk together except they be agreed? So it's very important, saints. It's very important, people of God, that we understand spiritual darkness. We get ready to move on out of here. The Apostle John, he taught that God is light. Hmm? And this me message is not only heard from them, but it's heard from Jesus. Hmm? that God is light and there's no darkness in him at all. Hmm? So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God and we go on living a sinful life. Hmm? You lying if you say you love God hmm? and you still sinning. Hmm? I want to make sure I make this plain. You a liar, praise God. Hmm? If you say you love God and you abiding in death. Hmm? I, oh, Lord, I want to make sure I make this plain. We have a relationship with God. Huh? God is light. Hmm? Adam had a relationship with God. God was light and he had fellowship with him in the cool of the day. But don't you know, as soon as God come back in the cool of the day and he transgressed against God, law and ate of that tree, uh, that forbidden uh, fruit of the tree. He said, the trees that's in the midst of the garden, the day you eat thereof, you're going to surely die. He ate of it. And sure as he ate, his eyes became open and they knew they were naked and they were ashamed. The light revealed their nakedness. 
and they went and hid themselves. Praise God. Glory. Are you hiding? Hmm? And some people think if I go out at night, won't nobody see me. The devil is a lie. God see you wherever you are. The Bible said the eyes of the Lord is in every place. Beholding the evil and the good. And so you think you hide by going out and it's pitch black. God can see you. Hmm? You know, down south, it gets so dark. You can't see the front of your hand. But I want to let you know. I don't care where you at. You can be down in the deepest part of the sea where you think ain't nobody at. God sees you. Praise God. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Some people go in the room, go into the darkest room where they think ain't no cameras and ain't nobody can hear and see what they're doing. Praise God. God is light. And he said, what's in the dark? He going to manifest it in the light. Praise God. He said, what's been hidden? He going to reveal it on the rooftops. Praise God. And God is pulling covers on folk in the last day. Hmm? You can hide if you want to. You can run, but you can't hide. Praise God. I want to let you know that spiritual darkness is real. And you know what? We need to make sure we're not walking in it. Why are we talking about today? And we, we're going to our next topic too. We're talking about uh, spiritual darkness. And then we're going to talk about spiritual blindness. We're going to talk about it. All right. But right now we're dealing with the first part, spiritual darkness. Jesus declared that he is light. Hmm? Jesus declared that he's the light of the world. Now, why would God say he the light of the world? And he said, whosoever will follow me will never walk in darkness. Praise God. Glory. So if you got Jesus, oh, Lord, you shouldn't be walking in darkness. Praise God. But we'll have the light of life. I'm going to read it because y'all don't, y'all don't believe me today. We're going to go to St. John chapter eight. Let's go to St. John chapter eight and get it real quick. Then Jesus spake again unto them saying, he said, I'm the light of the world. Not me, but I'm saying he is the light of the world. All right. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He that followed me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. The Pharisees therefore said unto him, thou bearest record of thyself. Thy record is not true. And that's why John 1 and 1 is so important because Jesus' record is true. Because John bear witness of that light. Praise God. Huh? But y'all finish reading St. John um, uh, chapter uh, 8 and 12 on down through there you can see that the scribes and the pharisees were spiritually blind they could not see hmm? they had the law huh which was a flicker of light and they still couldn't see jesus praise god let me let me uh let me go here uh spiritual darkness uh don't mean we don't have uh well it says spiritual darkness means not having fellowship with God through relationship with Jesus Christ. So what are you saying, Elder Newsom? Let me make it plain. Let me cut through the mustard. Praise God. Let me cut through the mustard. If you don't have uh, uh, 
Jesus Christ. If you don't believe in the son, let me make it plain. Huh? Some people say I only believe in the father, but I don't believe the son. Hmm? If you don't have fellowship through God's son, God sent his son into the world. Huh? Oh Lord have mercy. Y'all, y'all hang on. Let me get it. Yeah. Cause y'all, y'all, I see y'all kind of stuck there. Let me get it. St. John three. Hmm. Let me get St. John three. All right. Let me get it for you. It says here. It says. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten of the son of God. We're talking about Jesus Christ right now. And this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world and men love darkness. Glory. Thank you, Lord. It said men love darkness. Mm -hmm. Lord have mercy. Rather than light because their deeds were evil. And for everyone that do it evil, hate light. You ain't going to tell me you like light. You don't like light. That's why you don't come to Bible class. Glory. Oh, let me get out of here. Oh, Lord. You don't like, oh, Lord. You don't like light. That's why you don't come to Sunday school. Glory. Let me get on out of here. I got to go. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hallelujah. You don't like light. That's why you stay away from fellowship. Praise God. Let me get on out of here. Mm, your work show you don't like light. Let me get on out of here. And this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world. Lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth, uh, but he that doeth truth come to the light, that his deeds may be manifest, that they are wrought in God. Your works will show if you in light. Praise God. Oh Lord, look at this now. I want to read this. It says, for God sent not his son into the world. This is one I want to get here. I read this one on purpose last. St. John 3 and 17. Mark that for you know, because we're going to go back to that when we talk about this spiritual blindness. For God sent not his son hmm, into the world to condemn the world, but that through, oh Lord, <laughs> him might be saved. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, who is him? Through Jesus. Hmm? Might be saved. And you cannot have salvation without the son. Hmm? You cannot have salvation. Salvation means deliverance. Hmm? And you can't have deliverance without Jesus. And if you forsake the son, you are forsaken the father also. And I won't let you know. You cannot even get to the father. Except through the son relationship, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You can talk about father all day long. 
Hmm? But he was father, glory to God, in creation. Son in redemption, glory. And the Holy Ghost in regeneration. And so if you think you, oh, Lord, have mercy. Glory be to God. <laughs> oh, Lord. You, you talking about darkness. Praise God. You in darkness if you reject Jesus Christ. Praise God. And you are antichrist if you reject the anointed one. Jesus Christ, the anointed one. Christ means the anointed one. The anointed. And I want to let you know. I got to let you know. And a lot of times people don't want to talk about this apostolic doctrine. They don't want to talk about this apostolic foundation. They want to talk about everything but Jesus Christ. I want to let you know you need Jesus Christ to be saved. Praise God. And you got to come to the light. Hmm? And the only light that you need to come to, uh, the same light Paul came to on the Damascus road, the Bible says the light shined around about him and he fell from his beast. Hmm? And he said, who art thou, Lord? He said, I'm Jesus whom thou persecuted. It's hard to kick against a prick. Hmm? And I won't let you know Jesus could have told him what he must do. But God has a system. He has an order. And you in spiritual darkness, if you think you don't need to obey your pastor, you don't need to have no lead over you, you got some problems. Praise God. Hmm? You need to have somebody tell you what you must do. Praise God. He said, go down there and there's a man that's going to tell you on straight street. He's going to tell you what you must do. Praise God. But I want to let you know, spiritual darkness means not having relationship with God through relationship with Jesus Christ. Hmm? The darkness simply means separation from God. Huh? The darkness of separation from God is overcome through Jesus Christ. Hmm? Jesus Christ, the only thing that can get you back in relationship hmm? with God, the father. Hmm? And you got to understand that you must have his atoning blood hmm? that uh, alienated us from the commonwealth. The Bible said we were strangers. Oh, Lord, from the covenant promise without hope, without a God in the world. Hmm? But we've been made nigh by the blood of Christ. So. It's the blood of Christ that reunifies us and reconciles us back to God. And so when God sees the blood of Jesus, he don't see our sins because he has covered us and made atonement for us hmm? once and for all. Hmm? And so we don't have to be guilty of our past. We don't have to be guilty of our Adamic sins. We don't have to be guilty before God because the blood of Jesus cleanses us and covers us from all sin. Let me get out of here. I got to go. We out of time. Uh, let me say this. I want to say this to you. The Bible said in him was life and that the life was the light of all mankind. That's in John one and four. But I want to let you know you know Adam and Eve sin, and they fail. Hmm? And all people was born into this fallen state. David said, I was shaped in iniquity and in sin that my mother conceived me. Hmm? You may have not had nothing to do with it, but the, the most innocent child that's born into this world is born into a sinful state. Praise God. 
unless they get the blood of Jesus applied to their life when they become of age. Look at this. Sin darkens our understanding and it destroys our spiritual sight. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Hmm? And they do not know what make them stumble. Right, write this down. Proverbs 4 and 19. Proverbs 4 and 19 says they don't even know what make them stumble. Moses compares this state uh, of a blind person in Deuteronomy 28 and 29. We're going to get that one. I got, I got to get that one before we go. Deuteronomy 28 and 29. We're going to get that one real quick. I got to get Deuteronomy 28 and 29. Stay with me. Deuteronomy 28 and 29. I'm trying to go as fast as I can. Deuteronomy 28, 29. All right, let's look. Let's look at it. Go with me. Deuteronomy 28 and 29. All right. Let's take a look at it. The Lord shall smite thee with madness and blindness. Oh, Lord. And astonishment of heart. And they shall grope at the noonday as the blind grope it in darkness. And thou shall not prosper in thy ways. And thou shall, own, shall be only oppressed and spoiled evermore. And no man shall save thee. I want to say this. When Lot found himself in Sodom and Gomorrah, I got I to gotta get out of here, though. I got to get out of here. When Lot found himself in Sodom and Gomorrah, them, uh, them folk in his time, they did not want his daughters. I want to let you know, people are in blindness right now. You know, when they think it's okay, hmm? And Lot said, I have daughters that don't, don't even know a man. Take them. Hmm? And they said, we don't want them daughters. We want them men. I, I got to tell you. Hmm? And we talking about we not in a dark time. They said, we don't want the women. Give us them men. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And don't you know them angels pull a lot out that door. And as they reached to try to grab those two angels, the angels smit them with blindness. <laughs> and they were just going around groping, didn't know where they was going. And he told, he told Lot and his family, you got to get up out of here. <laughs> Grabbed him by the hand and told him to head for the mountain. Hmm? I won't let you know. It's time to head for the mountain. And Jesus is the mountain. It's time to get your house in order. It's time to get to Jesus. Because, oh, Lord, we, we got some spiritual oh, darkness in this world. Praise God. And while the church is still here, there is some light that remains. But guess what? That light is not going to be here forever, saints. That light ain't going to be here forever, people. That light ain't going to be here forever, folk. Because when the church get removed out of this earth, the church is that light. is that beacon of hope that's left here. That's still granting and giving us all opportunity to come to Jesus. But once the doors of the church is closed and the church doors are closed and the dispensation of grace and truth is closed, 
it's going to be, it's going to be chaos. I want to let you know. And so it's very important that you turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. Turn from hmm, darkness to light. From the power of Satan to the power of God. You can receive forgiveness of sin. Hmm, and there should be a place given hmm, among God's people. Hmm? There's a place given by God for his people. He said, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be there also. And so it's very important, saints, that we take a look. I got more scriptures for you, but this spiritual blindness, it's a problem because people say, I can see real well now, hmm? but they don't know where they're going. Hmm? And the reason why I say they can see very well and can't see where they're going simply because they have avoided and they are forsaken the light of the word. Let me get my final scripture. Excuse me. Let me get my final scripture. Second Corinthians chapter four. Um, and three. Second Corinthians four and three. Go with me. Second Corinthians four and three. He says here, he says in Second Corinthians four and three, he gives them the good news. He said, But if our gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world with the small g hmm? the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not you in the church and don't believe the gospel of Jesus Christ you're in blindness you're in darkness hmm? and the only way we can receive light it's by faith we must believe the word of God. Hmm? We must believe the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We must accept his atoning work that was done on Calvary's cross hmm? that it may be applied to our lives through obedience of the scripture. Hmm? Repent, believe, repent, be baptized. Believe, repent, and be baptized in water in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Hmm? You can't say you believe and don't change. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You can't say I trust and I love and I believe God and won't change your sinful way. Oh, Lord. Hmm? You got to give up your way. Oh, Lord, to get on this highway. Praise God. Let me get out of here. You got to give up your way to get on this holy highway. Praise God. Look at this. He said, but if our gospel, Apostle Paul alludes to here, he said, but if our gospel be hid, this is what he says here now. He said, if our gospel be hid, he says, if our gospel be hid, it's hid to them who are lost. Are you lost? Hmm? Are you lost? 
and can't find your way? Jesus, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So you need to get Jesus. Hmm? And it's revealed to everyone except those who refuse to believe. This gospel is received and, and given to everybody that will believe. But if you refuse to believe huh, in Christ, and you think that, mm, you think that your money and your power and your pleasure, that's what's got you blind. The young rich, young ruler, he was blinded. He wanted to see the kingdom of God, but he didn't want to turn that stuff loose. Let me get out of here. Oh, I feel my Holy. Oh, Lord, I feel my Holy Ghost. Oh, Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Lord working on the inside here. Mm. Help me, Jesus. Let me get out of here. If we refuse, oh, Lord, this gospel, we can't get sight. Hmm? We can't get understanding. Even the apostles was kind of left in a place, a dismal place where they didn't have full understanding and comprehension of what Jesus was saying. But the Bible said, then open he their understanding that they might understand the scripture. So it's a process. Hmm? But you cannot, oh Lord, have this gospel if you don't believe. You can't receive this gospel if you don't believe. Look at this. He says, if it's hid, it's hid to them that are lost. And whom the God of this world had blinded the mind. Hmm? We're not talking about your eyes. Hmm? You probably can see 2020. And probably with your glasses, you know, correct, corrective lenses and with your, uh, I don't know, contact lenses and things of that nature, this new stuff, the new laser surgeries they're doing on people's eyes. People can see pretty good now in the 21st century. Hmm? That's not what we're talking about. You probably will see real good with your eyes. But with your spiritual eyes, you blind it. Your mind is blinded if you can't see Jesus. Hmm? Praise God. If you can't accept this truth, you're blinded in the mind. In the minds of them which believe not. This world had blinded the minds. The world. Notice it says the world has blinded the minds. God didn't blind their mind. But the world has blinded the mind. And who is the God of this world? Satan is the prince of the air. He is blinding folks' minds from the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he's giving them a false gospel. Hmm? And the false gospel is what they believe it is as it is the truth, but not the, based on the word of God. People are developing their own truth system. But the Bible says you should know the truth and the truth shall make you free. St. John 8, 31, 32. The truth is declared by the word of God. Hmm? Look at this. Not by what I say, what I believe, but it's what's been written because the Bible says now there's no private interpretation of the scripture. And he says, holy men of God, huh? They, they wrote, huh? Now these holy men of God, they wrote, huh? And they spoke as they were led by the Holy ghost. So now, 
Oh, Lord, let me get it. I just got to get it, man. Lord have mercy. I got to get out of here. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't stay here forever. Let me, let me, let me get here. Let me, let me just get it real quick. It's very important that I get this. I got to read it. It's, it's, it's very, very important that we, we take a look at this. Think, I think we need to take a look at this. All right, here it is. Okay. I just want to make sure I got it here. Hold on. I just got to get it real quick. Stay with me. One sec. I just got to read this for your hearing so we can uh, uh, conclude with this scripture. One second. I need to get this one scripture. Here it is. All right. We got it. All right. Let's go to second Peter. Thank you for waiting. Second Peter. Uh, one and 19. I want to read it for you. So we have a more sure word of prophecy. Where unto you, you do well. That take heed as unto a light that's shining in darkness. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, have mercy. In a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Knowing this, that no prophecy of the scriptures or any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in the old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. I want to make sure you know. These men spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Praise God. They didn't, they didn't do nothing that they wasn't led by the Holy Spirit to do. And I want to let you know today, neither should we be the same way under the unction of the Holy Ghost. We should be operating as God directs us. And so I won't let you know, you cannot walk in light and in darkness at the same time. You can't straddle the fence. Hmm? I won't let you know, unbelievers live in spiritual darkness. Huh? Because Satan is a God of this world and he has blinded the mind so they can't see. Hmm? They can't see the gospel. Hmm? 
They are unable to see the gospel, the good news. They don't understand the message about the glory of Christ and who is the exact likeness of God. They don't know. Spiritual darkness referred to all opposition to the light of God's love in Christ. Hmm? Jesus told the disciples, I'm sending you into uh, 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 the midst of uh, wolves. I'm, you know, you, you sheep, I'm sending you in the midst of wolves. Praise God. He let them know there's a great contrast between light and darkness. The good news that Jesus brings to the world, that is light. His life-giving spirit floods light and life into the spiritual darkness of the sinner's heart. God, the operation of God, it goes into our dark heart and the light illuminates that dark heart. Hmm? No matter how deep the darkness is, the light of God's love and truth overcome every sin that separates us from, from God. I just want to let you know, there is nothing should be able to separate you from the love of Christ. I want to let you know, if you want to be saved, you can be saved. Hmm? If you want to repent and come back to God, you can come back to God. I don't know who, I don't, whoever you are, wherever you are. I'm talking to somebody today. If you want to fall back in love with Jesus, you can do that. But you have to make a choice. Praise God. And you have to turn from those beggarly elements and those forsake those wrong things and turn back to God and let God begin to start a new work in you. Praise God. Because he that begun a good work in you, he shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. We can't do it without God. Without him, you can do nothing. So I want to let you know, you don't have to be in spiritual darkness. Hmm? You don't have to be living apart from God, you know. Hmm? Loving God on Sunday, shacking with the devil Monday through Saturday. You don't have to do all that. You can have a real relationship with Jesus Christ. I hope I said something to encourage you today. Again, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, God bless you. We want to thank you for joining us today. And we appreciate you uh, being on the broadcast. All right. And so we want to uh, just thank God for you. We're going to close out with a word of prayer. I want to offer a word of prayer um, uh, to you all. But I want to, uh, I want to uh, put this one uh, scripture on the screen so we can see uh, you know, the word of God tells us, you know, uh, and we just want to uh, put it on the screen for you so you can take a look at it. Take a look at that scripture. It's very important that we take a look at those two scriptures. And so that's Amos 8 and 11 and 12. And I want to, um, if I can uh, just read it for your hearing and then we're going to we're going to go ahead and get out of here because I know I keep saying that, but uh, the Lord um, gave me this scripture to also give you before I get off of here. He said, behold, the days come, said the Lord, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of the hearing of the words of the Lord. All right. And then you can read the rest of it, but I want you to see. Uh, Amos 8 and 11. I want you to see that and you can read 12 in your study time. 
And so I can tell you now, it's going to be spiritual darkness until Jesus come back. But we are representatives of the light and we are the command uh, that the light continue to shine in darkness. And we just want to let the people of God know that there is a great famine for truth in these last days. And so if we uh, want light. There's true believers out there. There's true people living holy. There's true people living for God. There's true people that love God. And so I want to let you know today. If you happen to be one of those people that wants to uh, fall back in love with Jesus, uh, you definitely can do that. I just want to let you know you can do it. And uh, it's possible with Christ. Hmm? With man is impossible, but all things are possible to them that believe. So I want to let you know you can fall back in love with Jesus. All thing you got to do is repent and call on the name of the Lord. So we're going to go before the Lord in prayer. And I know I got dual screens up today. Because uh, we were doing a Zoom call, but we didn't uh, get a chance to get any of our uh, subscribers on to ask any questions. But if you desire to come on, you can definitely do so uh, the next time we get on the broadcast. But I just want to let you know. Uh, let us pray. I just want to let you know that we love you and we want you to be saved. All right. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, we thank you today, Lord God, for this particular, oh God, subject matter, oh God, spiritual darkness. Help us today, Lord God, that we would be children of light according to Ephesians. Help us right now in the name of Jesus. Help us, oh God, to walk in the calling of light in the name of Jesus. And help us, oh God, to be true ambassadors and oh God, fellow citizens with the household of faith. Help us right now, oh God, that we continue to walk in truth and bear witness to the light, oh God, through, oh God, the fruit Oh, God of our works, help us right now as we pray for those precious hearts that's turning to you now. Those that said they want to be saved and desire to be saved. And oh, God, that were pricked in their hearts. And oh, God, that got a greater understanding about what spiritual darkness is, living separated and living apart from God. Renew them now to repentance. Restore them now. And oh, God, bless them with favor that only comes from you. And Father, we glorify and we give you praise and we thank you for increase right now and that somebody will come, oh God, and testify, oh God, of your miraculous provision on the behalf of, oh God, your people. We thank you and we give you praise now. And oh God, we thank you for the blessing. Bless, oh God, that sent a man, that sent a woman, oh God, that turned their lives around and oh God, getting their life back, oh God, on track with you. Father, we thank you. We forever give you praise and we believe you for healing. Look on the saints now. And, oh, God, the people of God, touch them in a special way. And, oh, God, continue to encourage and upbuild the people in your kingdom. And we'll be careful to give you the praise. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen and amen. Amen. So we thank God for that. And we're praying that uh, God will save and that God would deliver uh, all those that are called of him. And so we want to say to all of you today, thanks for joining the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you. We love you. Uh, please stay tuned as we uh, leave the broadcast. We want you to support uh, the work. So we leave that on the screen with you. So thanks for joining us. We love you. God bless you in Jesus name. Praise God.